Monday. That was a close one. That was a close one. That's that was that was good though. That's good. Yeah, that's um, funny. Yeah, uh, decision. <laughs> I have a funny story. So today I was uh, listening to uh, Fantasy Radio on uh, XM, yeah. and they have they have another segment like a, a segment uh, similar to this on one of the shows. And the first names that they brought up was Joe Mixon versus. Gibson. I was like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was did. like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And the second one was Julio, but they didn't do uh, Mike Evans. They did uh, Julio versus Robert Woods. And I was like, man, that's, that's pretty close to call. Like, But anyway. <laughs> Actually, I would, take, I would take Robert Woods, though. Because Robert Woods is... Oh, Julio, yeah. He's yeah. going to be more consistent. Yeah. Considering the quarterback, he's going to be more consistent. We asked you guys a question, being as you said that, if you were faced in a situation where you're picking between Gibson and, and Mixon, probably that would be like in the second round. Right. Eight second round. Would you pick one of them, or would you opt for something else that's more sure? I'm opting for something else that's more sure. It, it dep- yeah, it depends on who is there. Because for you to consider Joe Mixon or... or, or um, Gibson. Or Gibson. Um, I'm I'm gonna assume that Adams, Hill, um, Adam Ridley, Ridley, and um, what's his name? Um, uh, from uh, Bills, uh, Diggs, Diggs, Diggs. I'm assuming those guys are off the board. But would you? Okay, would you? So if, if if those if any of those four, those are the only four that I would pick over those. Uh, but what? All right. What if there's an Eckler available? Oh, oh hell yeah! Oh yeah. hell yeah! Or a Najee, I, I, Najee I would take Najee Harris, Najee Heckler. Harris over him too. Yeah, I take Najee Harris, Heckler, and um, I would even take Akers over him, to be honest with you. That injury is hard to get off of, man, especially with Joe Mixon. Too. Yeah. He, he I, I would take any one of those three running backs. So those are and what about Dobbins? seven players that I will pick over him. I'm not, Dobbins, fan, I'm not a fan of that one because of the fact that you, you have Lamar Jackson running that ball, you got J.K., and you got Gus that just re-signed, so he's going to get the ball, too. Yeah, but Gus, 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 Gus has been there. Um, Jackson's been doing what he's doing, and yet look at what uh, Ingram did, right? And look at what look at what Dobbins did at the end of the year after they took Ingram out. So it's it went with Gus being there, relieving, relieving, you know what I mean? So but I think this – I, that, that one I would honestly consider, to be honest. I, I wouldn't consider it only because also – this year, they're planning to try to make Lamar Jackson that passer. A passer. But so not only that, that, though. But wait, wait. Not only that, like, in the news today, like, they, Lamar Jackson has been passing the ball out of the backfield. Like, passing the ball to running backs and passing the ball to Dobbins, not Gus Edwards. Because Gus Edwards doesn't catch that much. So, 
if they improve on that catching ability for Dobbins, then that's going to be sick. Man, you got a lot to think about, bro. You got J.K. Dobbins. Oh, no, I already made my decision. Bro. I already made my decision. My decision will be announced on July 10th, as y'all oh, know. What, what are you, LeBron? <laughs> July 10th. Is like, that's the deadline, man. I was, I, I was talking to the commiss uh, recently, and I was like, if everybody pick, you know, you know, put in the group that they pick their keepers, would you just go ahead and finalize it? And and she was like, yeah, if everybody come to me and say, you know, they pick their, they already choose their keepers. My keepers already been there. Like I said, I'm not in a rush, dude. You're not in a rush? <laughs> <laughs> not in a rush. My keeper has been kept since January, my dude. That's all it is. I, haven't, I know who I'm keeping, but I haven't selected it yet. I just, just haven't gone out. Justin Jefferson. Um, I know it's Justin Jefferson for you, bro. Right? July tenth is the deadline. Yeah. Yeah, July tenth is the deadline. So in a week, I'm gonna. I can wait a week. I can wait a week. So it's next. I think it's what next Friday. Next Saturday is the deadline. Next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. 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 So you better make that decision this week. If not, everybody goes to keep. Um, goes to the first round. The field. Yeah. I'll make mine for sure this week. Yeah, man. So how was the weekend, y'all boys? Weekend was good. Vacay, my bros, so we know it's good. Oh, yeah, that's right. You went out. Flying out again. Dubai. Damn, I don't even... Oh, yeah, weekend was okay. Saturday, I, I went out, but other than that, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I went, oh, weekend, we, we went straight. We went to the beach over the weekend, man, so we enjoyed time with yeah. our family and all that. So we oh, yeah, yeah, I call you. I call you. I call you on Sunday. I was out yeah. crabbing, and then I... Um... <laughs> yes, I was out crabbing. <laughs> <laughs> when I eat you up. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But that's pretty much what I did over the weekend. I brought the kids with me and all that stuff. So just chilling with them. That that made my weekend. Made my Sunday. You caught a lot of crap. Yeah, man. Probably like three dozen. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so three dozen. I caught them and gave gave a bunch of them away. Um, you know. All so right. a lot of people. Let's rock out, man. We had a great show today, man. We're talking about uh, NFC South Division. We're looking at uh, Saints, Bucks, Panthers, and Falcons, my dude. This is a this is the division right here. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this, this is that division. division. This is that division where he, um my boy PJ, that's his team right now. <laughs> uh, for right now. It's only right it's only right for PJ to lead off. Yeah. You feel me? So it's only got, right for PJ got, to lead lead off. We got the Saints went twelve and four, Bucks went eleven and five, <laughs> Panthers went five and eleven, and the Falcons went four and twelve uh last year. Um, did you expect that order? Like, I mean, let's just talk about the Bucks in general. What were your expectations with the Bucks and how they did, and just as a team and just even fantasy as they did last year? Um, I mean, we we all had high expectations for the Buccaneers, and I think if you saw throughout the season, there were many ups and downs, um, growing pains, getting you know to know each other and the yeah. timing and stuff like that. But in the end, they, they all came together and they, they won a Super Bowl. They took down Pat Mahomes. It was a good Super Bowl. A lot has to go to credit mostly to the defense because um, their defense was good the year before and, and got better, obviously. Um, the offense was good enough, you know, um, but I think we're going to see some improvements this year. Um, the Saints, the Saints were, were good. The Saints were always the, the Saints that they've been the last four or five years. Uh, they just can't get over that hump, man. Um, they lost to Breeze. I think they're going to take a major step back in this division because um, they have the head of the snake. They don't know who that is yet. And I think that's a problem. 
the biggest disappointment has been the Falcons um, looking at their squad last year. And I expect, I don't expect them to finish at the bottom of this division again. Um, if they finish at the bottom of this division, it's a problem. All right. For me, I expect the Falcons to finish at the bottom of this division again. Uh, reason being, <clears throat> all right, let's start. Let's, let's start with the good teams, right? Uh, the Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks has pretty much like ninety percent of their players coming back, and their defense was oh, a beast. And the defense, a hundred percent of their players coming back. <laughs> I, I know, right? That, that is crazy. I've never seen that from a Super Bowl winning team ever. So the mere fact that they have they have a mirror image of their team coming back, and with their struggles, as uh, PJ said, it's more getting on the same page with Tom Brady, right? And just to show you, that's the respect that all the wide receivers, all even the defensive player, half of Tom Brady, to where. Like, we're all signing back because we feel like we can, um, you know, repeat this. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I see them winning this division again. I don't think there's anybody in this division that will give them a challenge. And to be honest with you, their records were um, 11 and 5. I, I'm easily seeing, like, probably, like, 13 and 4. Or like, that's where, that's how good I think they're going to be. Um, with Tom Brady getting familiar with the wide receiver, you can see that, like, coming to the end of the year, he got comfortable with the wide receivers. The wide receiver got comfortable with him. And now they have Antonio Brown for a full season. I expect them to be a really, really crazy team on offense. Yeah. Um, and their defense is no, you know, no slouch either. They're going to finish as a top five defense again. So, yeah, so I see them finishing the league um, and for, uh, finishing uh, that division in first place. As for the Saints, too much inconsistency, man. As far as um, maybe they know and, and they're just not disclosing it. But the mere fact that, like, you have two different quarterbacks, like, two different styles, um, that can create an issue for the offense. You know, the wide receiver may be used to one style, and then, you know, you have to switch it up because this person can't pass down the field or this person's going to run the ball. I feel like the, the Saints is not going to win that division again. I think the Saints is probably be either going to be third place to fourth in that division just because of their in, um, indecision of the of, of the. Um, of the um, of the quarterback, uh, Panthers much improved. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is ready for for this thing, this prime time. That's that's about not to happen. Not Trevor. Me wrong. Not Trevor. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Sam, yeah. Sam Darnold. Sorry, sorry. Like, um, granted, there the, the, he had one of the worst coaches in NFL history coaching him last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, no, but seriously though, he had one of the worst coach coaching him last year, and you know the coach was probably only you no know, two plays and he just keep calling those two plays, you know, swing to swing out to the right, pass the ball. So Sam Darnold is going in a way better offense, but I don't think the weapons measure up enough to give Tampa Bay a fight. You know what I mean? So, but they can move up a, a notch to second place um, as being the second best team in that division. Cause they have, they have a running back, right? Yeah. They have a decent quarterback, right? And they have weapons on the outside. So, they seem like a more well-rounded team than the um, than the Saints on offense. As far as defense, I don't know what's going to happen on defense. Falcons, this is why I say the Falcons can finish at the, the end of it. Not much improvement on the defense, right? And that was their Achilles heel last year. They were putting up numbers. Like, if you look at their games, man, they were like 20-plus, 30-plus points every game. But they cannot defend the ball. They lost a couple of games in the fourth quarter when they had to lead the entire game because their defense just cannot play. And I, I, I didn't see them do much on defense to say, yo, they have they have improved that much. And now they lost one of their crazy weapons, even though they gained one. Um, I just don't see them being a force in this 
team without defense, without that defense, because everybody else improved their offense other than the Saints. And uh, but the Saints has a good defense that that's going to help them out. And other than that, the Falcons just didn't do much more than just rotate player on the offense. I think that's what I, I agree with you on that because I feel the same way. I think Falcons is going to be right. They were actually my biggest bust for that division for last year. I was surprised that they were you know ranked at the end or fourth in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I still see them in fourth in the division because of that defense. Like you said, everybody in that division has good defense. Uh, Falcons, uh, no, excuse me, uh, the Saints and the Bucks. Panthers is right. building that um, that their uh, their defense. Um, the Falcons hasn't done anything that well to build that their their defense right now. So I agree a hundred percent on that one. Uh, it was a surprise to me that the Falcons got um, was last, um, even with the additions that they got right now. I, I, but they lost Julio. You know, if they were able to keep Julio Pitts, uh, you know, Gage is still there, Ridley's still there, we're we're looking at wow, this is a crazy division. Even if they would have um went to be honest with you, I still feel like they should have went uh fields over uh over Pitts to, to look at the future, um and kept Julio. I think that would have been exciting to see too. Um But my thing is all right, just to, just to ask you about that. Like so you think they should have took Justin Fields over. But what did Matt Ryan do last year that was so bad? He didn't do anything bad. He he didn't ain't nothing at all bad. Uh, so why 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 that would be the same? It, it would be similar to what what they did in uh, Green Bay. You know what I mean? Uh, that's how I look at it. Matt Ryan was still passing the ball. Matt Ryan was still doing. He is just the defense, bro. It's uh, to me that's why they lost a ton well, of games. They had it's to lose one of them. They had to lose one of them. It was either Julio or Matt Ryan. I think I would have went for the future, as I stated, and kept Fields. I have a tight end, right? I do with Hurst. I had a tight end. Obviously, he's not right. hits, but I have a tight end. Getting Fields for the future, even if I would have lost Julio, I would have got another receiver later on next year and paired it with Fields, and my future would have still been going on in that division. Yeah, but Julio, Julio can play a season. When's the last time you see Matt Ryan out of the game? Like, you have to think about all that stuff, too. You I, see I see what I'm saying? I see like, how many I years see does Julio two. have left? Two I see, tops? I see Matt Ryan with the same amount of years, man. No, no, I think I think, I think Matt Ryan still got, got, got a lot of years. Five years left in him? Yeah. Not, not, but not, not only that, man, Julio never played a full season. When's the last full time Julio season, played yeah. a full season? I agree with you. So that's that's what I'm looking at. So I think I, I think they did it right. You know, I think, I think they, you're going to get you could get four strong years out of Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan versus Julio, you probably get two, and yeah. you probably get you probably get a, in two years. You probably get like what seventeen games. Yeah, like so I, even I, though it's two years, you get one season out of him. You know what I mean? I honestly think, like I said, Falcons and Panthers are going to be fighting for the last division. I, well, excuse me, uh, Falcons and the Saints because. I, right. It's just too much inconsistency with the Saints, which with is, the Saints. what helps Panthers a lot more because uh, they're getting the number two spot and they may just get into the playoffs with Sam Donald and the new coach. Right I agree. Um, so it may look like the coach is doing a great job, but it's just probably just that division. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> All right, man. So let's go to the second quarter, man. Let's talk about the New Orleans Saints. Right? Like we said last year, uh, they went 12 and 4 last year, better record than uh, the Bucks. Um who should we root for, bro? Just fantasy wise, football. Who are we rooting for? Jameis Winston me, or Tyson Hill? So to me, Tyson Hill is a specialty back, especially quarterback. He's not a starting 
quarterback in the NFL. Jameis Winston, he could throw. He has an arm. You have Mike, Michael Thomas. You have um, Kamara. You have guys that can catch the football. Right. They need some, uh, someone who could throw them the football, you know? Um, Mike Evans was a top uh, receiver, top five receiver, fantasy-wise um, and, and, and talent-wise with, with Jameis Winston. And we saw what Godwin did um, the last year Jameis Winston was, was there. So I don't understand why Taysom Hill got the contract that he got, and I don't understand why this is a debate. Taysom Hill should come in just like he did for Breeze and be a specialty guy every now and then, and that nothing more, nothing less. A quarterback is supposed to throw the football. That's like, come on. <laughs> 100% agree with you, man. I can't even express. It's like, stop playing games, man. Like, I, I, I don't understand the coach's love for Taysom Hill. I, I, I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. Like, look, granted, the 30 for 30 dude, you know, yeah, he threw a 30 interception, but people make mistakes, man. It's not like he threw a 30 for um, all, the, all his years in but the league. But he also threw a bunch of touchdowns, yeah, too. Exactly, yeah. The dude still finished a top five quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he threw 30. To, um, but I get it. Like, you can't win games throwing um, interceptions like that. But at the same time, like, you have to give your weapons the opportunity to perform. Like you drafting other players on the team, you you have the Camara, you have Thomas, you have you know what I mean. You have the tight end and all that stuff. You you need weapons. You you, you have to make sure your weapon flourish for you to be successful in this league. You cannot just hey go ahead and run the ball. And as as you say, you don't understand that contract. I'm I'm I was like what. When I heard about that signing, I was like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, I everybody, couldn't believe it. Everybody's man. getting signed right now, big money the Saints right now. Yep. I don't understand yeah. it. Um, I, I, I don't understand it either. Do you think Alvin Kamara is still a running back one because of this situation with Taysom Hill? For me, man, uh, if, if it's Taysom Hill and they announce like Taysom Hill will be your starter and probably play mo- most of the announce. snaps. Let's say they don't announce that. You're in, you're in your draft night. They haven't announced it, and it's a week to two weeks before the season starts. You draft him. Are you is is Alvin Kamara a running back one first round draft? No, 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 no. He's not. No, he's not. Like, let me give you like check out this game log, man. When Taysom Hill was starting versus San Francisco, eight attempts, right? Rushing attempts, eight rushing attempts, fifteen yards. Uh, reception seven. You see what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? 13 rushing attempts, 11 rushing attempts. Like those are not, you know, nine rushing. Those are not running back one kind of attempts in a game, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Alvin Kamara was getting one target, three targets, two targets. That's not his game, bro. Like that is not his game. He, he plays out of the backfield. He makes people miss. He's dynamic um, when he, when he hits that open field. Like, you need somebody that, you know, that's going to give him the ball, not tuck the ball and then run. Like, that's, that's, that's like, all right, that's like you saying that uh, he's a, like similar to Dobbins, right? Like, you know, you're going to say what his name is going to take. Jackson's going to take a lot of the carries. Taysom Hill is even worse, dude. Like, <laughs> like I, I, think I, I don't know, man. When Taysom starts running that ball, you take that food away from um, – from Alvin Kamara, and Alvin needs that ball in his hands, you know, on the outside or just inside running that ball in order to just start him up. Because once Alvin right. starts up, it's hard to stop him, and it opens up for the receivers to catch the ball and everybody else to catch the ball. 
And, you know, it doesn't work that way when Taysom starts running that ball and taking over because now the receivers are not getting the ball and Alvin Kamara's not getting the ball. It's, just, it's a lot going on. Yeah. You feel the same way me or, or what? what's up? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, he's not – he. yeah, he's not that. I, I agree with you. I do. So, all right, let me. So let me put your question a different way. So not knowing, go, entering the season, yep. you come up to the NFF draft. You ready to draft, and Kamara is there in the first round. I'm so scared. At what position? You don't know where your draft pick is at, as yet. But at what what number are you okay drafting this dude? I'm, like seriously, I don't know. <laughs> what about you, PJ? I'm trying to think right now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's crazy to say it. I would feel comfortable in third, but it it's not gonna happen. But I would, I would draft him in the first round, but uh, late first for me. That's how I see it. I, I, I can't. This this couple guys that I'm, I'm definitely leaning leaning on over him. But if, if because I, I can't take I that mean, gamble. The first round is tough, though, man, because. You're looking at what's there, the fourth guy. So he really would slip down to the second round if you're not yeah. sure. And because the second round is like the 50-50 guys, the Joe Mixon, right? J.K. Well, not J.K., but Joe Mixon is out there. Um, who else is out there? Uh, um, excuse me. Uh, Antonio Gibson is out there in the middle of that. So it's kind of like, okay, do I go with Antonio because he's injured or I go with Alvin Kamara and call it a day? And that's where you would be at, at least with me. To me, though, to me, though, he's talented enough where no matter what the quarterback situation is going to be, I think he'll still produce really good numbers. It may not start out that way because they're figuring things out, but eventually they have to correct their shit. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so maybe that's week five, week six. But to me, that's I would lean towards taking him in the later, later first round. Uh, All right, for, for me, I'm a I'm a lot different, man. Um, and you know, I'm huge on running backs. I'm huge on running backs. I'm actually huge on I'm huge on Kamara too. But I gotta say this, and and this is going against all my better judgment and everything. If Alvin Kamara is, if they don't announce who the quarterback is, um, or if, even if they announce that Taysom Hill is the quarterback, Alvin Kamara is not a first round pick for me. I will pick. I will pick Eckler over Alvin Kamara, to be honest with you. I will pick Aaron Jones over Alvin Kamara. Dude, like, just check out the dynamic. Like, check out – you have to look at stats, right? That's what we depend on, right? So, first game, Taysom Mill was in in it. 13 carries for 45 yards, zero catches, right? (laughs) Like, Denver, 11 11 rushing – 11 attempts for 54 yards, one reception, okay? Philly, 11 attempts for 50 yards. Seven reception for ten yards, dude. I'm sorry, like the numbers don't lie, man. Like it's just. But I don't think I don't think the Taysom Hill thing is going to work out. I no, really I mean, don't. Yeah, I don't think it is too. But I mean, just in you know, just in a scenario that he he's, he does start, right? So right. If he's, if, if they announce that, that he would pick him in the first round and say, "Hey, listen, it's not going to work out with Taysom." They're going to give Taysom at least three to four weeks. I I don't want to gamble three. It's so hard to come back in fantasy after you've lost three games. Yeah, it is yeah. so hard yeah. to come back. So hard. I'm not taking that chance. I want to do. I want to know that. Yeah, if I'm picking somebody in the first round, 
he is like a sure thing unless it's an injury. I'm not taking him out for nobody. Because like know, you, that's you, what I want. See how with me and Zeke was. It's like I'm not taking him out. Like he's my first round guy. Like I have to keep right. him in. You know, I'm expecting as a first rounder to get 18, 17 to 20, 22 points. Every game. Not doing Every that. game. Like it's a gamble you're going to lose for four weeks, and that is for four weeks, and then and that could cost you four weeks of games, and then when you're done down that deep. It's pretty tough. It doesn't matter how much Kamara's going to come from from the, from from that point on. That's yo, just my take. What about, what about Michael Thomas? Thomas, yeah, I was just about to say that. Yo, what about Thomas? Breeze is gone. How is? What do you think Thomas is going to do just fantasy wise this season? Is he I the think, wide receiver one? I mean, is he the guy that? I mean, obviously he's not ranked first rounder, right? But right. would you go after him in a second? Is he a third round guy now? Personally, I think that if if when uh, Jameis Winston is starting, he's a first round guy. He's a definite. It's he's like a, he's going to be he's a, a steal. Yeah, he's, he's a steal, steal if Jameis um, Winston starts. And I think people should look at it that way. You know, like you could obviously. I, I think that um, everybody's people are not looking at him. He's probably going what third round, fourth round, yep. um, somewhere around there. So if you could get him, and then Winston when uh, Winston comes in, you could potentially. Have a first round guy that you picked in the fourth Winston's round. He's gonna know? throw that ball. I don't care yeah. if the Saints are. And he's one of those that peppers. He's one of those uh, quarterbacks that that favors a specific receiver and peppers him with targets. And peppers him with targets. Yeah. He will force it if he needs to. Force, like, yeah. yeah, he will force it if he needs to. Um, I think he. All right. So for me, Thomas. Yes, Th- Thomas is a wide receiver one. Either either or. You know what I mean? Because he performed when Taysom Hill was there. Um, you know what I mean? Granted, he had two, what, 200-yard games, 84-yard game, and, uh, you know, a 50-yard game. That was a bad game against Denver. But other than that, like, he he will still perform with Taysom there because Taysom locks in on him. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Taysom already showed favoritism with him. So I feel like – and they don't, they don't – who else do they have? Jaquan Smith? Yeah. They, they don't really have anybody else that can, you know, catch the ball. So – the mere fact that they're so depleted at wide receiver, I think he's a wide receiver one, no matter how you slice it. Um, it's just a matter that he will have a a better projection if it's if it's um, if it's Jameis Winston. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just my take. Now you brought up Jake um, Traquan Smith, um, and let's let's talk about Latavius Murray too. How their fantasy value? What, what do you think their fantasy value is uh, with Traquan as wide receiver? I'm assuming round, uh, wide receiver two. And also uh, Latavius Murray. And what round? Latavius has value. I, I think we had this conversation in our chat the other day. Right. Latavius have independent value, um, especially if Taysom is starting um, to just like those goal line carries and so forth. Uh, so I like if I if I'm getting Camara, I you best be sure I'm I'm trying I'm going after. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going after like uh, that dude because. Yeah, because it's not about injury for me. I just think Latavius has like a good flex flex value. He he averaged decent points. You know what I mean? He averaged decent points um, last year, and um, Kamara wasn't down. You know what I mean? Uh, so for a running back to have that, like compared to him and Kamara, right? Kamara had the touchdowns, granted because of Drew Brees and everything like that. So Kamara had the sixteen touchdowns, but as far as yardage go and attempts, uh, Kamara had one hundred and eighty-seven uh, attempts. And Latavius Murray had 146 attempts. Uh, Kamara had 900 yards. He had 656 yards. 
So, you see what I'm saying? He has standalone vo- volume. It's just the fact that Kamara has that reception, vo- uh, reception volume, and the reception volume, and the touchdown um, volume. But if Taysom Hill is the quarterback, Latavius may have more value than, uh, not than Kamara, but have an increase of volume as far as attempts and more touchdowns goes because of just how Taysom Hill plays. You know what I mean? So, um, as with, with the right quarterback, Kamara hard to be the number two receiver on that team. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, he had what eighty-seven reception last year, which is which is pretty pretty cool. Um, as far as the other wide receivers on the team, man, I don't even know what to do with them. Like Saquon <laughs> Smith, like he, the dude got drafted so high. Like you know what I mean? Like he wasn't your first round pick. No, no, no. He was a I think a third. But still, but, that was a good round for to get a receiver. Yeah, and he just needs to step up. There is really nobody else because Sanders is gone, right? Yep. I mean, yes, they have Callaway. Yes, they have, but none of these. Traquan is the true number two. So, what are you gonna do? Like, what do you? This is your year to you know step up, step up, and and you know you. If it's Jameis Winston though, because Traquan can stretch that field. If it's Jameis Winston, he's gonna have a lot of value. I'll tell you that. I'm actually he's gonna be able to stretch that field. I'm actually surprised that they didn't go after a wide receiver earlier in the draft. They picked up a wide receiver in the seventh round, uh, Kawan Baker, but they end up getting a quarterback, Ian Book, in round four. And I would assume that, hey, listen, why why not get a wide receiver in, in round four? You signed, I'm assuming Winston's going to win the job, right? So you're going to have to sign Winston for a long deal contract after this one year. And you already right. you know, signed a long deal contract with, you know, with uh, Taysom Hill. Why go after right. another quarterback in round four? Like, you, you're, you're, someone is going to be out. So is it Winston or is it Taysom on this contract? You know, so why not get a wide receiver that you feel like, hey, they can be that Robin to uh, my uh, to, um, to To me, that shows that they're just unsure. Like, yeah. that's what that, 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 that shows. Like, they show that they don't know what it, everything is up in the air as far as the quarterback situation. Hey, isn't that crazy, though, to know that, like, what we're talking about now is, like, our projection is so significantly different based on the quarterback that they start, right? Yep. If it's James Winston, we have a different projection for all the, the position players, all the specialty players on that team. Compared to compared to if it's Taysom Hill, we have a different projection. Sadly, the, like, the projection, for, if it's Taysom Hill, is lower for all the position players, position. but it's higher for the quarterback because Taysom Hill is going to take a lot of those carries and, and rush it, right? and a lot of rushing touchdown for him. So he's going to have great fantasy value. And that's going to be the highest fantasy value if Taysom Hill is a quarterback. When it's the flip side, Jameis Winston is going to have some fantasy value, but the wide, you can use the wide receiver with confidence and, and the running backs with confidence. Yep. And I just, I, I, I just, as I said, I just don't understand the contract. I just don't understand um, the battle between the two. It's not like they have the same kind of game. You know what I mean? They're two different, totally different quarterbacks. And I just think, like, I think there's going to be Jameis, to be honest with you. And that's why I think they didn't go out and get a wide receiver because they know that uh, Trey Clark can stretch the field um, and Michael Thomas can play that intermediate. And then, you know, they can probably get somebody off of, you know, off of, after the cuts, like the first cuts to go ahead and just put in yeah. as another wide receiver. And, and that will be their wide receiver group. But other than that, man, I, I, it's, that's why I think they're going to be in the bottom two of this, this um, just because of those inconsistencies and those, those you know, not sure um, so that, that, I, I just don't like that. There's fantasy value on the team, but it's just, you're just not sure, man. You're not sure. <laughs> too, too many question marks, man. So we got uh, 
obviously the champ and the champs. Um, TJ's favorite team, Tampa Bay Bucks, right? Um, they're the champs, right? Everybody I like when you compare me to winners. And, and I, I like got that. you, the champ and the champ. I know you were going like that. I wanted to start it off right. You know what I'm saying? Respect. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, put some respect on your name, my dude. Respect. I put respect on your name. You know what I mean? So, um, they won the championship, man. They, they, they brought everybody back at 100%. Um, their defense is incredible right now. Could Tom Brady be even better in the second year? I think uh, that's, that's the only way I project him. <laughs> I hate to say it. That's the only way I project Tom Brady. Tom Brady is still going to be a top top 10 quarterback for sure in this league uh, come next year. You have another year with these wide receivers. You have an offseason with these yeah. wide receivers. Bro, it's I, I can I, I'm I'm dying to see what what else Tom Brady is gonna do. Like I, I, I they're they're gonna be a force to reckon with. Like every week, like I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think there's anybody. There are teams that can give them a run for their money, but I think they're gonna come out even more dynamic with a bigger. Like it, it's just a great team right now. Tampa Bay yeah, is a great top, sports top, town right now. Like I, yeah, I, don't, I don't even know if you noticed, like the Lightning. Yeah, the lightning is going, the they're doing, doing good. Yeah. The race is doing good. I was like, man, it's a good time to be a sports fan in Tampa, right? Yeah. Now, let me, same same question to you, P. I mean, that's just a squad. So what do you, what do you feel? Do you think they, Tom does well? Do you think he's... Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, so overall, overall, I think uh, a team gets better two ways, by adding better talent or the individual players get better. So I think individually and collectively as a team, they're going to get better. The timing, the offense is going to look better. They're going to be more comfortable with each other. Uh, players are going to know their roles, which is highly important. And I think um, with Tom Brady, that leadership, uh, players will know their role and respect their role and play their role accordingly. And I think that, like Ren said, they're going to be a team to reckon with and, and the team to beat. Go, going into me, they're the team to beat and not Kansas City. No, I agree. Now, here's here's a big one right here. Going on ADP, you know, we we've done multiple draft mock drafts right now. Is Tom Brady undervalued in ADP? Because we've seen him going, you know, round 13, 14th round. Should he actually go on seventh or eighth, sixth even? To me, to me, he deserves a roster spot. He shouldn't be on waivers, but he should be your second quarterback on your team. The funny thing about uh, Tampa in general, um, when we look at the team that we just talked talk about, the Saints, they have great fantasy players, right? It's just a question mark. But with so much talent on Tampa, it's not very, it's not really a fantasy-friendly team. Um, Mike Evans is, you know, very touchdown dependent. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from A.B. God, when you don't, you're not sure. There's not a lot of volume to go around with the players. So um, Tom Brady is going to have some big games, you know. But you got to remember that defense is also good too. So and you got to remember they have a running game as well. They have it, it's so much like they're a great football team, but not a great fantasy, you know, players wise collectively. Everything so, is split. Right. No, I uh, I agree with you. Um, the um, so Tom Brady right now ADP wise, Tom Brady is the ninth quarterback coming off the board, right? A ninth quarterback coming off the board. And he's coming off like in – this is a best ball ADP. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of different. He's coming off um, – it's kind of different from redraft leagues. 
So he's coming out up in like the seventh round, like it, the beginning of the seventh round. Tom Brady is being drafted right now in best ball ADP. Um, what do you guys think? You think that it's too high for him, too low for him? I know you guys love quarterbacks early, so let's hear. Let's hear he's not a quarterback I would draft because he's not dynamic enough. You know, yeah. um, that 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 is the thing. You have more dynamic uh, quarterbacks out there, um, and and he's not. From a fantasy standpoint, how many shootouts is he going to be in? You know, like that, that, those are things that you have to look at. Like the defense is really good. Um, he has a run game. He has, he has multiple weapons. So he, to me, he deserves a, 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 a position. He deserves a spot on the roster. Um, he shouldn't be on waivers, but he's not, he's not going to give you exposed for 30 points. He'll hover around at 17 to 23 points. Somewhat consistent. No. I mean, he. So just to put put it put some things into perspective, Tom Brady finished as a number seven quarterback last year. Yeah, he did, and that's what I'm saying. Like you know, finishing at the number seven he, quarterback, and Pat Mahomes finished as the number six quarterback last year. Pat was injured too. So. Huh? So Pat was injured still too. Yeah, he, he was. He only missed one game. So <laughs> you only miss one game. So even if you add that's, that, that's, if you that's four hundred yards right there, bro. What are you talking about? That's that's yeah, but that's from that's, six to three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, nah, not close. <laughs> so that that four hundred yards right there is equate to like what fifteen, sixteen points, and give him two touchdowns on top of that. So give him like twenty five touchdowns. Yo, that boy get like yeah, two to three touchdowns. Five touchdowns <laughs> for one game. Have you ever scored five touchdowns in any game? Yeah. Like, probably that like one game in his entire career. So yeah. what are you talking about? He has. He has, yo. Yo, so let's let's go. We were talking about the receivers and Tom Brady passing, yeah. right? They picked up uh, Dardane um, from Jalen Dardane in a round four receiver. You got Antonio Brown is back. You got Godwin and you got uh, Mike Evans. Is there enough volume for everybody to get the ball? And who's your fantasy guy? To me, it's Mike Evans. Um, to me, that's his, his favorite target. He locks in on him in the in the red zone. Um, this team, so fantasy success is, is based a lot on volume. Um, it's too much. It's only one ball and too much mouth to feed. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's honestly what it is. You know, Godwin was a monster, and now you know he is like a, he's like a Jarvis Landry. You know, it's it, it, we don't know what we're going to get from Antonio Brown. It's, to me, they're if you draft them right in the, in the right position, in the right positions, you can get them in late rounds, and they all have good feelings, but they also have you know low floors. Uh, for me, man, uh, I know you say yeah, I agree with you. He looks for uh, Mike Evans because it's a big body in the end zone. So he looked for Mike Evans in the end, end zone. I don't think Mike Evans is his favorite target though. Um, the reason being, like, uh, check this out. So Chris Godwin played four games less than Mike Evans. Um, but Mike Evans only had five more catches than Chris Godwin. You know what I mean? So I, I think Godwin is his favorite receiver. is in the middle of the field. But for some reason, in the end zone, he only looks one way, and that's Mike Evans. Uh, so that's where Mike Evans is going to eat. Yeah, the big body that he can actually box out, like, the, the small corners and all that stuff. 
Like when he goes to the, 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 you know what I mean, to the side and whatever, Mike Evans uses his body a lot in the end zone. So I think that's where Mike Evans is going to eat. And then Mike Evans with those long bombs, you know, against the shorter corners, he can just put it up and Mike Evans can jump and get it. Chris Godwin, though, as far as volume and touches go, um, I think Chris Godwin will, will be it um, in the middle of the field, those intermediate passes. But, um, and I think they're probably going to finish at around the same, considering um, Chris Godwin is not going to get the touchdown volume that Mike Evans is going to get. And Mike Evans is going to get the, the um, not, not going to get the yardage that Chris Godwin is going to get. You know what I mean? So I think they're going to finish uh, in the same, but that Antonio Brown dynamic is going to eat away from both of them. And, um, and that's where these guys are not high on my radar as far as they'll, 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 they're all wide receiver teams for me, yeah. including Mike Evans. Yeah. Too many miles. Cause I don't, yeah, exactly. So that, that, that right there, that Antonio Brown dynamic is going to eat away from him. And then you have, you have Gronk, right? You have Gronk there. And then you have, uh, what's his name coming back as well, right? To take, um, to claim some tight end um, volume as well. OJ. So, you're talking about OJ. Yeah. OJ Howard. So, and, and, uh, OJ, Brady, right. You got OJ Howard and you have Great out there. And you have Great. Yep. So, yeah, I, I agree. There's just a lot of mouth out there to feed. Um, but th- that's why I would draft these guys as a wide receiver too. They'll be my second wide receiver. I'm not running to get out, uh, run. If Mike Evans fall to me, say for instance, in the late third or something like that. And then I don't, I have like my tier of wide receiver. If none of my, my tier one wide receivers are there. Yeah. Mike Evans would probably be one of the first of my tier two, but I have both Mike Evans and, um, and Chris Godwin in my tier two. All right. So here's the biggest question for Tampa issue, right? Fantasy wise. And you had that problem, Ren. Fournette or Ronald Jones? Uh, uh, go ahead, man. <laughs> hey, hey, go ahead. I know you go ahead, go ahead man. Oh, so. no. Nah, I, I, I let PJ go with this one as first, man. Like, go ahead, man. Like, guys. So you got Fournette this thing and Ronald is, Jones, man. Who? Because who, even in, you know, when we're doing drafts, they're fantasy points and value. They're saying Ronald Jones is going to be that guy and not Fournette. But we seen last year how Fournette took over. You think he's going to lose that first uh, that running back one position? Well, so Fournette, I mean not Fournette. Ronald Jones finished thirteenth in carries with one hundred and ninety two, nine hundred and seventy eight rushing yards, just under a thousand, and right. he had seven rushing touchdowns and five point one yards per carry. He had that massive uh, uh, run. They like they like Ronald Jones out there, um, but they also. They also like Fournette, and he, he is a pass-catching guy, you know. Um, to me, he's a, I would go with Ronald Jones, drafting Ronald Jones. He also has a higher ADP than, than Fournette, so I would draft him um, first. He's, he's good to be ideally your third back. So if you, could get, if you have like a Derrick Henry or, or a Kirk or a, or a know, Zeke, and you slide in there and you get like a – maybe an Eckler or a Gibson, and then you could, you know, this is if you're building a strong running back team, then you could add Ronald Jones as your third guy. Um, Fournette, to me, is a flex guy. That's what he is. Um, he's not a guy I would start every week, um, simply because of the defense. Uh, the defense is good, so Ronald Jones is going to get a lot of those carries. Like you've seen, you know, 192 carries, 13th in the, in the, in the league last year, so... I think Ronald Jones is a safer pick. Um, 
for me, I don't want any of these backs because <laughs> I don't know when to start them. I, I just yeah, not, I just yeah. don't know when to start either one of these guys. And the, and let me explain to you why 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 I, why I say that. Because all right, so pass catching ability, Ronald Jones has none of that. Okay, but with that said, Giovanni Bernard just got there. Like, what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? So I and while I was Jones thinking likes of, to fumble the ball, and Ronald Jones can't hold on to the ball, and then what? While I was like, while I was saying, all right, it's going to be the two of them, and Fournette will get the catches. Then you can do it, use him as a flex play. Now you can't even, you can't even use him as a flex play. Ronald Jones has gotten so many opportunities to be successful, and yet he is still not successful. Yeah. Like year after year, when Jameis was there, he was the only back there, bro, and the he still back, wasn't yeah. performing. Yeah. He wasn't performing last year. Yo, he had like he was getting way more carries than Fournette. Like it was like a two to one, three to one type of type of thing. And yet he was still not performing. Or when he performed, he's he's fumbling the ball. Like so, I don't know when. And and if you know how Bruce is, you fumble the ball once, you're you, done. Yeah, you are done. done. And he's done that to him. He's done. He has he done it multiple him. times to him. Like so, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Why some coach will look past that and put put a player back in the game? Bruce doesn't. And I don't want to have in the middle of a game, right? In the middle of a game, feel good about Ronald Jones and then he fumbles a ball in the first quarter and then I got two points in the first <laughs> of the game. I just I'm just not doing that. I I want nothing to do with Tampa Bay backfield. Nothing. Because I don't that, like that's that's part of my reason. I want nothing. I'm not saying the guys are not good. I just don't want anything to do with that backfield. And and it's just because of those reasons. Because hey, if Bruce plays a hot hand and when it's the hot, and if the if the ball becomes too hot and you fumble the ball, you're out. Like, <laughs> it's just That's what it is. Right, it's just what it is. Let's get to uh Carolina. Right? Carolina went what, five and eleven last year. Uh Sam Donald's on Carolina now, right? Uh we yep. we, we talked about how he came from the Gase era and how he was trash in New York Jets. Is he trash? Is he not trash? Does he have a bounce back year in Carolina with the weapons that he have now? Way better weapons that he had in New York Jets. Um, I don't think anybody can say they had a, they have a true assessment of who Sam Darnold is, right? Because yeah. um, in 2019, he had model, right? Uh, first, all right? First year, he was a rookie. 2000 and he played decent in 2019. He had mono, so he was out for majority of the game, majority of the season. And then last year, he had the worst coach in NFL history, right? So it's like, have we seen his true potential? Nobody really knows, right? This is going to be our first opportunity to really see what he can do by himself using his talent. He's he's teaming up with one of his uh, past weapons. You know what I mean? Uh, which is going to be great because they were good on on the Jets, like both of them. Like, granted, we always say that uh, what's his name come on in the end of it, like, like in, in December, like November, December. That's where he come, you know, comes on and just like set the world on fire. You know what I mean? Um, what's his name? I'm, his name is vacating me. Right? Robbie Anderson. Robbie Sorry, Robbie Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you look at Robbie Anderson game, like he never does, he never when he played with Sam Sam Darnold and on the Jets, he never really do much in like September per se, September and, and middle of October. But after that, those long bombs and stuff like that, he just becomes like a real 
asset for uh, Sam Darnold and them coming back together, knowing the timing and everything like that. I can see where both of them are going to progress with that. DJ Moore is, as you guys know, DJ Moore is a really good wide receiver, man. So um, Sam Darnold has better weapons here, man. Christian McCaffrey in that offense. And Addie Terrence, uh, Marshall, wide receiver, second round from LSU. Um, And then also adding Chuba Hobart, I think fourth or fifth. I don't think Chuba is seeing, I think Chuba is seeing the field. I, I think he uh, will. I think I think he is that that relief pitcher for for. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's coming for a one player or two play, yeah, a one yeah. player or two I, play. I'm not saying he's going to be fantasy value or anything like that, but I think he's going to be that relief pitcher for uh, for C-Mac, especially if he gets hurt. You know, needs some time off that field because I don't think they can actually uh, allow C-Mac to continue to. To continue to have the carries that yeah, they can't overuse him as they did in 2019 and just broke his body down. Like they, I don't think this this, this coaching staff is is going to do that. I think yeah, I agree with you. He's going to be a relief back for sure. Um, but um, back to Sam Darnold, I think Sam Darnold has a better running back, right? A better wide receiver core, right? Um, in 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 those three wide receiver: DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and um, Either David Moore or Terrence Marshall, like you know. Shy, so Shy Smith out there. Rob, Rob, Robbie Anderson actually had a really good year. He finished eighth in targets and eighth in receptions. Uh, he just didn't have the touchdown. Um, he outperformed DJ Moore uh, both in targets and both in receptions. Uh, DJ Moore was more of the long guy. Uh, yep. Um, last year, so I'm interested to see how what, what's going to how it's going to pan out um, again this year, but. I think that they're going to. This situation reminds me of Cooper Cup and Wood situation, um, a, a similar one A one B. But yeah. the difference is is that you have C Mac who's going to cut, who wasn't there last year, and I think he's going to cut into those targets. No, I agree with you. Um, I think they're one A one B on on that team for sure. Um, but the the thing that all right, as you said, DJ Moore is like you know he play the long pass, right? Um, who was Bridgewater was their quarterback last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bridgewater game is not long ball. So, but Sam Darnold, so Sam, I'm, I'm expecting DJ Moore to go ahead, but these two guys played long. So I'm expecting DJ Moore to, um, to, you know, increase on targets, increase on um, reception, increase on uh, touchdowns with Sam Darnold being, um, being a quarterback. And I, I feel like we're sleeping on this offense, and I think this offense is actually going to be a really, really good offense. They worked on a defense in, in additions, too. So Denzel Perriman and Sean um, obviously first-rounder Jason Horn. So they're, they're building their defense to play against this division. Um, why do you think Robbie Anderson is so much cheaper than DJ Moore drafts? Because, all right, because Sam Darnold's arm. Um, personally, and also, you know, that, name. also and the name. I don't. I don't think they're that far apart, bro. Uh, personally, I, I think they should be closer than what ADP is suggesting. Right. Yep. Um, I really think they're closer than what ADP is suggesting. Because uh, let's see, what do you have? You have the ADP up for Sam Darnold right now. Um, not Sam Darnold. Um, Rob they, were, they were very. They were very close. Um, yeah. I think Robbie's in around four. Wide receiver is Robbie, actually. But as far as uh, Robbie Anderson, ADP is like eighty-eight. Eighty-eight, and um, DJ's has to be in the forties. 
Yeah, so, yeah, Robbie Anderson is coming off as the 37, 37 quarter, uh, wide receiver off the off, off the board. That's that's significant. I don't think he's that low because, honestly, man, there's a, there's a, there are a lot of players that I would <laughs> drop Robbie saying. Anderson over. Holy crap. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Overall. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he's going like he's the twenty-six uh, wide receiver off the board. That's, so that's you're telling me that like, there's ten, ten different. There's a ten wide receiver difference yeah, between right, those yeah. players. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. What, I don't think so at all. DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson? I think Robbie Anderson is a steal, bro. I think because of where you're drafting him, like yeah. where his value is. I think Robbie Anderson is a steal, um, and not only because. He's a steal because of a couple of reasons. He 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 has the familiarity with Sam Darnold, right? You saw the coaching staff actually coach Robbie Anderson in college, right? Yep. So they already know what Robbie Anderson can do. Well, so those are a lot of key things that you have to look at when you're looking at these players. So I think Robbie Anderson is the steal in that offense, um, considering that the, I know that DJ Moore is going significant. DJ Moore is going in the sixth round. Robbie Anderson is going in the eighth. You know what I mean? So the value on Robbie Anderson, I think, is great. I would pick Robbie Anderson to be honest with you over probably a Will Fuller, um, a Juju. <laughs> I mean, uh, I Debo Samuel, Debo. <laughs> yeah. All these guys ahead. Of all him. these guys. DJ Stark, T Higgins. Yeah. Jamar <laughs> yeah. Chase, then DJ Moore. I I would take Jamar Chase, um, but I would actually probably take Robbie Anderson over DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. I, I would take Robbie Anderson over Chase, Chase Claypool. I'm sorry, I, I would take Yeah, I would take Claypool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not, not over Jamar Chase, though. No, not, oh, not, not over Jamar Chase. Not over Jamar Chase. Uh, so we got Atlanta Falcons, right? Um, obviously, Your boy. they fell last in, in, in the division. Uh, Julio was gone now, right? So now it's Calvin Ridley and, and Pitts out there, who they drafted in the first round, fourth overall. Right, Matt Ryan is still there. Are are the best days of Matt Ryan gone, or he still got years left in him? Matt Ryan is still there. Matt Ryan still have a lot of games underneath his belt. Matt Ryan and and his weapons are gonna are gonna be so so fantasy friendly because what they did some things. They drafted some players on the on on the defense, but I don't think that's enough. Just how bad they were last year. They're, I mean, they drafted two corners um, in uh, Avery and um, Darren Hall, right? Um, so they drafted two corners. They That was one of their biggest holes last year uh, were corners. And, yeah, th- these corners are going to come in, but they're rookies, man. Some of these, um, you know, they're going to go face Tampa Bay twice a year, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to, you have to think process. about this. Right, you have to think about like all of that stuff, man. Um, I think the offense is going to be the same. I think uh, there's a lot of fantasy value on the offense, um, and I think Matt Ryan is going to produce just the same. I think Kyle Pitts um, is going to be a, a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous asset. I don't think, uh, even though Julio's gone, I don't think the offense lost that much to be, uh, luster, to be honest with you, in my opinion. Now, is is with Mike Davis being the addition here, PJ? Uh, is is he the cheapest three down back available? Yes. Um, oh my God, that's I, fantasy he, value. I can't even. I, yeah, ridiculous <laughs> fantasy <laughs> value. Um, who was a who was a quarter? Uh, we were just talking about a running back. I would take him um, over Ronald Jones for sure. 
Um, I would oh, take him. Talking, we were talking about Alvin Kamara at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just the guys that we were mentioned before, like I would, he's he's <clears> higher than a Ronald Jones. Um, he's high. I like him a lot, man. I like Mike Davis in this in this in this offense a lot. He's going to get a lot of those goal line work. They're going to score. You know, they're going to get down the field. So you want a guy that that is going to get those carries. There's not much competition there for him. Um, so I, I I think he's a major steal. Major steal. I can't express how much of a steal that is. Uh, where did Gurley finish last year? And he can catch the ball too. And so. he See, I mean, Gur- not bigger too, Gur- so you know he's gonna be going through that hole. Yeah, exactly. So he can right. So he has he has hands, and he can go through the hole. So if they if they don't pick up another running back in that offense, I'm telling you, that's a nice steal. Um, he's going what round right now? Um, let's see. He's going really late, man. Really late. He's like really nice. late, and I. The guys and, that are ahead of him, ADP wise, Mustard, Gaskin, uh, Gaskin, <laughs> I, I think is you know they're they're on the same you know splitting. Yeah, the same wavelength right there. James Robinson, David Montgomery, these are the guys. Miles Sanders, uh, Swift, Dobbins, for a three down Lincoln. for a three yeah. down back for a three down back. Like I don't understand why is he going in the fifth John round? Jacob, like. I don't know. I'm, I'm, if he's, if he, I'll tell you right now. If I had the choice between Mike Davis, say, say for instance, they don't they don't pick up anybody else, and Mike Davis is the one going in the league as a lone back. If I have the choice between Raheem and Mike Davis, I probably choose Mike Davis because he's going to get the volume. See, Mustard has, you know, is going to have competition out there. I, I understand it's a great um, offensive line, and I understand it's a run first team. I will look at Mike Davis over. I'll, I'll shit. I'll take Mike Davis over David Montgomery. I'm not, I'm not even lying. Same, like, yeah. <laughs> I, would take him, I would take him over Josh Jacobs. I would take him over Miles Sanders. I would take him over Cliff. I would yeah, take man. Him over there. Yeah. I would take him over Clyde Hilaire. Yeah. So I, I I like that man. I I like that. So now, that's where he, I'm at. He's your. He's going. He should be your Batman um, on your your fantasy team for for running back. He should be your number two. He's a solid. Yeah. yeah, he's a number two. Um, right now he's getting drafted as a number three, but Mike Davis is a number two. If you get Mike Davis and, and Atlanta did not pick up another running back, yes, he's going to be a really, really good asset. He's going to be better than what Todd Gurley was last year. And Todd Gurley was getting a bunch of touchdowns, um, yeah. and he couldn't, and he wasn't getting any yardage. If you notice, they really used no. Todd Gurley in, in, in the, you know what I mean? So I expect um, Mike Davis to come in and have, have that volume of wide receiver, um, you know, I'm saying wide receiver, running back. That's going to be so, and that's the thing that uh, volume is king. Volume is yep. king when it comes to running back and he's going to get the volume, man. And he can pass the ball. He's the only really real back they have out there. Yeah. It's great. Now we got, like we said, the additions to uh, Kyle Pitts being added on here. Julio Jones being gone. Uh, Ridley's out there. Uh, Gage is out there now. Hurst is out there. Uh, with Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley, you think they're going to ball out in 2021 fantasy wise? Or yeah, I think Ridley. I would Calvin Ridley is a tier one for me. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Ridley finished as maybe the number one in the NFL. Yeah, he's in the top five. I'm telling you right now, Calvin Ridley is in top five of wide receivers right now. Like 
There's no ifs, buts, or maybe about it. Calvin Ridley is going to be so good. It's not even a joke, bro. Like, <laughs> That'd be crazy. And, and to be honest with you, man, um, Gage, Gage is not a bad wide receiver. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, he's not a bad wide receiver. I think Gage will, because he performed when, when Julio was out, when Julio was out, Gage performed. You know what I mean? It's not like Gage wasn't doing anything. You know what I mean? Gage, Gage was a good, good Robin to Calvin Ridley Batman when Julio was out. So now there's no more Julio and Kyle Pitts, dude. Man, I feel like that boy is going to – a lot of people are saying that as a tight end, he's getting overdraft. Where he's going, like he's going in the fourth or fifth round right now. I don't think he's getting overdraft because they're not really going to use him as a tight end. I think Hurst is still the tight end, but they're just going to have the title of the tight end on the on the pitch and just move pitch all over the, the formation. That's, uh, that's so, Kevin Ridley last year was seventh in targets and fourth in receiving yards. I think he's going to be top three in targets and number one in receiving yards. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So, hey, um, just uh, just a side note before we it um seems like uh, Beverly just got a a technical. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> that's not surprising yeah, he, at all. It's, it's expected. I'm surprised. Yeah, he's, he's playing. He, he's playing aggressive as hell. He's yeah. playing aggressive as hell, and uh, he, he just talks. I know. I, I like his. I like his de- defense, and yeah. but sometimes he just get over aggressive. Yeah, over- <laughs> Over aggressive, bro. Well, anyways, so, <laughs> let's move on with the show, man. Let's, let's go into Locker Code Mail real quick before we go ahead and do the NFC South <laughs> draft here. Uh, we got Endorf22. He wants to know who do you draft in a uh, regular redraft? Uh, Cooper Cup or Tyler Lockett? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Why? Uh, More consistency. Yeah, exactly. More consistency. Um, Dak. Dak can pass the ball, and he likes Cooper Cup. I'm sorry, what, Stafford, what am I thinking Stafford, about? Stafford. 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 <laughs> I was like, I, I pull back. <laughs> uh, Cooper, yeah, it's more consistency. Stafford. Stafford is gonna feed these guys, man. Wide, wide receivers. When um, when Stafford is healthy and the wide receivers are healthy, they get volume. Yeah. No matter how you slice it, they they all the wide receivers. Jones, remember? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like we, he was a silent killer. I dropped him, and it was a mistake by me. And I was like, man. Because um, that boy came on at the end, um, to the mid to the end of the year like like gangbusters. I think you picked him up, um, um, right? See? Yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so Cooper Cup is going to be more consistent um, in that in the middle portion of the field, and I think uh, that's where the volume. The, the thing about um, Lockett is Lockett is way too inconsistent for me. Um, this, as, as we said it on um, Battle Mondays, where look. He will give you two touchdowns and 110 yards in one game. And then next game, he will give you 20 yards, two receptions. Yep. Like, I can't, I can't put, keep those kind of players in my uh, lineup all the time. Like, that, that actually aggravates me, to be honest. Very aggravating. <laughs> like, right, so we got uh, Big, J. Big J. Next question is uh, Keeper League, Henry or Barkley? Henry. Henry. All text, Henry. Right. Henry. Um, and let me explain to you why I say Henry. Um, better offensive line, um, more more volume. Um, you know what I mean? And now that they can't stack the box like they used to, um, I think Henry's going to have easier lanes to run through um, compared to Barkley. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I don't know what Daniel Jones is going to come with. 
yeah, they have a plethora of weapons. They always have wide receivers, but they... And he's coming off of an injury. And he's coming off of an injury, and that's major for me. Uh, we got Evan. Would you trade DK and Janu for Kelsey in a dynasty league? No, uh, no. Uh, no, you're Kel- no uh, on that. I know you're a no on that. PJ. No, <laughs> yeah. Kelsey, one, Kelsey, once, he, once Kelsey's older, he's the oldest of the three. Yeah. And then DK, DK and Kelsey almost can't see each other around it. And then you have Janu as well. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, would yeah. keep, I would keep uh, DK and Janu. So if if the person that has um if the person that has um, Kelsey. Kelsey is the one making the trade, yep. he's he's yeah, he's winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's wrong for that. But if it's the person that has DK making the trade, ah man, I don't like to call people an idiot, but <laughs> yeah, you're not really looking. You're not really you're not really looking at what look at compare their numbers, man. Just compare Kelsey and DK's numbers. They're pr- almost similar. Kelsey is a little bit higher, but at the same time, man, DK is going to be – DK is only improving year after year yeah. after year. Yeah, we haven't – I don't feel like we've seen the ceiling of DK. DK yet. We have seen Kelsey's ceiling. Kelsey's ceiling is what he does, he's been doing for the past season, past two DK seasons. DK is going to be incredible. DK is going to be like – I project Tyler DK. Is there and Tyler is getting older. There's no other receiver. And then there. even even Janu, like, uh, he's going to get some volume and some workout in, in um. I don't know. In, in New England, it's, it's, it's too many. It's too many tight ends out there. I mean, you're no, they, see, no, they're, they're no. They love to attack. Yeah, they, they, wanna, do. They, yeah they do. Especially if it's Cam, Cam, yeah. Cam, Cam, yeah. Cam, Cam like tight ends. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He likes tight ends. So and he likes big body players. So he, you know what I mean. And then Cam, Cam. Yeah. So we got uh, BJ, man. <laughs> uh, who are some sleepers you think you could have uh, that could have a big year this year? Robbie Anderson. Um, we were just talking about him. Um, sleepers that could have a big year. You look at the. I mean, Pitt, Pittman right. out there too. That's falling real late, and I think he could actually have a big year. I think Pittman, yes, Pittman. A big steal. You know, round 13, 14, slipping down there. So. I agree with you 100%. Mike Davis, we talked about as a big steal, too. You know. All right. When you say a big year, are you saying better than the year they had before or projected out of the roof? Like, you're they're leaving they from a before. wide receiver three to a wide receiver one type. Better year. than the year they had before. It's just a steal. Like, it's a steal. It's just a steal. Uh, okay, that's okay. under the radar that you're not expecting. Who do you think that would be? Uh, DJ Shark. Yeah, I think DJ Chark, a lot of people are down on DJ Chark uh, this year, and I think he's going to have a monster season, um, you know, with the new quarterback and everything like that, uh, new uh, coaches and everything like that. Uh, another sleeper that I think, as far as wide receiver go, I know a lot of people are not looking at it, and I'll probably hit, you know, mad, mad at myself for saying this. I think Russell Gage is going to have a good year this year. Um, I, I think Russell Gage is going to be a really good wide receiver uh, two, um, to, you know, Ridley one. I think he's just going to take the Ridley role, and um, he's going to have a lot of fantasy value um, this year. Um, the other, the other um, I know this is not necessarily a sleeper, but I, I project him to finish in the top three, top four. Again, Logan Thomas. Um <laughs> I think Logan Thomas as a tight end is going to be a good, good tight end this year. 
Um, they have a better wide. They have a better quarterback now. They improved their line. They it's just gonna and they have you know you have more wide receivers to take the pressure away from the running. And like I just think he's gonna just have a nice nice season this year. Um, what about you? Stump, uh, stump. Any, I got two. Man. I got okay, two go that I'm thinking about, and um, we spoke about one guy before. Uh, Raiders. Uh, Edwards. Brian Edwards. Brian I, Edwards. He's a great yeah. sleeper, right? Because we were injuries wide, but it's the injuries wide took him out last year. I agree. Injuries wide took him out last year, so I think he is he is going to be a good one too. I, I agree with you 100. And Edwards are falling down in yep. the 13th round, but I there, Edwards before. Any, before our rounds, yeah. Uh, the next um, guy, I'm going to say um, tight end, a uh, guy that I don't like, but there's nobody out there. Um, I'm going to go Evan Ingram, right? Uh, because um, his, I don't like uh, that. Here's the reason why. We don't know that, though. We don't know nothing. Galladay is Kawhi, bro. <laughs> so right now, <laughs> he's hurt. He's Kawhi I in think... the NFL. I think Evan Ingram has had multiple opportunities um, to to prove himself, kind of like what, what Ren was saying about Ronald Jones. Um, last year was one of those opportunities to be that guy, and he didn't show that. With with the additions that they made and Saquon coming back, I wouldn't trust him at all. Not like not staying far away from him. I think he, I think he's going to be one of those guys. But so, I, that, right? um, no, I, I, you know, I've been reading up some on some news and all that stuff. There's a slight possibility that Deshaun played this year. It's <laughs> a slight possibility. That who? Deshaun Watson. Watson played this year. I got um, you. And, <laughs> and that'd be a great, great sleeper. And no, I think, I, I mean, I understand him. I, no, it's not him that's a sleeper. I think even though he said he doesn't want to play for the Texans, I think his best bet is to play for the Texans this year if, if they grant him. Because... His court case is after the after the season, right? After the Super Bowl. So unless the NFL is going to put him on the the um, the commissioner exempt list, like he's going to play, right? And if he plays, the best thing for him is to play for the Texans. Because to be honest with you, a lot of teams won't because they don't know what the outcome is going to be. They're really renting him for a year, and then they probably have to figure out what they're going to do the next year. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think a lot of teams want to take that chance, it, not knowing how this whole court thing is going to play out. I think it, and if he plays in a Texan, I think um, cooking cooks again. Man, no, you're going to see I, if I you want to see. I don't think I don't see him playing for the Texans. I think the organization is done with him. I think if he does uh, play, it will be for a different team. Uh, it's just now his value has decreased tremendously. As far as what yeah. they're trading for, it won't be a one right. I, that too. Picks. That too. It'll probably be like a third or fourth round because at the end of the day, hey, he may be suspended for the year next year. He won't be suspended for two years, but he'll be out for one year. So you're yeah. renting him for you're renting him yeah for his contract for a year, a five year contract, four year contract. So you're just paying one year off. That's right. It. Right. He'll be back. A couple, couple players I want to run through real quick that I think are going to have some good years uh, uh, to answer that question. Carson Wentz, um, I think, is going to have a monster year. Uh, he's pretty low on ADP. Uh, Mike he's Kisecki, not even being picked up. Exactly. Mike Kisecki, I think, is going to have a good year. Um, I think he's going to have a monster year. I, look, I, I know you guys are sleeping on tour, but just, to, just not because I'm a Dolphin fan, but just the way how the, their the offense is right now, like, 
they're forcing the ball. Like they're they want him to pass the ball downfield. And and just if you notice on the players that they drafted, they drafted speed more than anything else. And the wide receiver, like all these wide receiver have speed except for Parker. Like all of them have speed. So I think he's gonna. I I can see uh, to a like propel. He's going like uh, quarterback fifteen right now. I can see him propel in the top ten somewhere easily. Mike Williams too is a receiver. Oh, I think yeah. yeah, Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams is definitely on my radar. Definitely. Especially after what he did last season. So yeah, I agree. Yep. Who and then the, who who the quarterback is? That's the other thing. Yeah. Yep. Who's quarterback left the pass. Who's your last sleeper? Be? Uh, that was it, Mike. Mike oh, Williams. Mike Williams. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dynasty league. Uh, from Dirk. Uh, Pittman or Ruggs? Pittman. Stuck there, bro. Yeah. Really? I would go. Yeah, I guess I, I, I guess I go Pittman. I go Pittman. <laughs> I would go Pittman. Strong, I go Pittman, man. Yeah, I go Pittman. All right, man. So uh, let's get to uh, the draft, NFC division. Your favorite. Ooh, here we go. What you got, man? What, what position we starting with? What position we starting? With? Quarterback. We're gonna start a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. All right. Who, who's starting? Who? 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm going Brady. Jesus, you're going Brady. I'm going Brady. You're going Brady. You said right. Yeah. Ah, I'm gonna try something new. I'm gonna go. No, I can't go him because I want. Oh man, it's tough. Actually, I'll go. I'll go. It's really tough, man. It's really tough. Like, I'll go Matt Ryan. This is what it is. I'll go Matt Ryan. I'm gonna go Brady too, and, and I feel like me and um, I don't want to have the same with you guys. Yeah, I think like I think our team is gonna be the same. So Brady, tight end. I know you're gonna go pitch, right? I need you to write it down. Write it down for me, man. So I got uh, Brady. Uh, Ren got Brady, and you got Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh huh. All right, so right uh, tight end. I'm gonna go Pitts. Yeah, that's easy. Tight end Pitts. You ran about the tight end spot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was like, man, that Ryan was tempting, and I was like, mm. yeah, yeah. But who's, who's out in the Saints for a tight end again? <laughs> no, right now we don't even know. Nobody. Like you don't even know, right? Yeah. yeah. And Panthers are the same situation. Yeah. So, 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 uh, give me, give me Gronk. I figured you were gonna go that way. What about uh, go, go see where, you, where you going? Wide receiver, running back, man, go. Oh, wide receiver is Mike Thomas. Same. Michael Thomas. Yep. Same. And, and then Christian McCaffrey is the running back. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I knew my, I knew our team was gonna be identical. I knew our team was gonna be identical. Uh, to be honest with you. But, but man, um, another. I mean, another. The, the the tight end in this division is is where is the, the deciding is, a, is the, right is is the part that is struggle for me for me because um, you could go you could go Brady Ridley you know what I mean they're 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 like you know what I mean and still get McCaffrey but who who are going to be a tight end right who's going to be a tight end yeah right so the two best quarterback in that divisions are Matt Ryan and. Um, 
Hey, you could even you could even go. I mean, you technically, you could even you could even go um, Kamara as your running back. You know what I mean? You forgetting that Kamara was there. Yeah. You can even go Kamara as your running back. You can even you know what I mean? Mix it up like a Ridley Kamara. Like so, there's a lot a lot of ways you could have gone with that. It's just that tight end piece is everybody's. We're all trying to get pits, and then McCaffrey so profound that we we all trying to go McCaffrey as well. McCaffrey, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So. But yeah, it's that's good, man. That's good. But I would I would like to have Ridley. I would prefer Ridley over Thomas, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I would prefer Ridley over Thomas, but not the dynamic. It's just, it's just that, that pitch, man. It's that pitch, man. That that pitch, that pitch is gonna be <laughs> that pitch is gonna be a a, a beast, man. A beast. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's it for the show, my dudes, man. Um, and thank you for listening to Lock of Code with Steve Ren and PJ. Uh, shout outs, my dude. Shout outs. Uh, shout out to my my boy Darren. His birthday is uh, July third. Uh, shout out, Darren. Yeah, so um, happy birthday, my dude. So shout out to Darren. Um, also have another buddy of mine, Amin. His birthday is this weekend as well. Yo, happy birthday to them two dudes, man. Um, yeah, for real, for real. And July fourth weekend, man. A big weekend this weekend. Um, a lot of people are asking me. So you sure get it? <laughs> The grill getting lit. Like, I, I feel like you haven't jerked in a minute, bro. I I know, man. It's it's it's, it's been a minute, but we'll talk off here, man. I, I I haven't made that decision yet. I'm still contemplating if I want to if I want to go ahead and light the grills up for for this weekend. So I'm still I'm still playing with that uh, aspect. I don't know yet. Still working working it out in my head. All right, cool, man. Yo, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to uh, Big Stan and VJ for uh, for dropping through on uh, Locker Code. Uh, fantasy battle Mondays, man. Mondays, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that was dope. Um, uh, yeah. trying to get the commissioners in next week or somebody in next week, you're gonna make this thing lit next week, you know what I mean? Lit next week, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. We go, gotta get we gotta get either one of the commission and have them go up against somebody, you know what I mean? Either one of the commission we need to get in, um, either for so we can't, the we can't have them go against each other, yeah, man. They don't want to go against each other, they don't um, against each other. No, they don't. They don't want to go. They don't want to go against each other. Oh, um, man, so I, I already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. That would have been. That <laughs> would. That would. That would have been pretty cool. I see what <laughs> what kind of what kind of convincing I can do this weekend to see if I can get both of them um, going up against each other. Um, but yeah, we'll reach out to a couple of people out of the league and yeah. and see where they are. Um, it's good to get even. Kyle on it, like you know what I mean, the yeah. brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like I said, man. Check us out on Locker Code on Twitter, Locker Code Podcast on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, check out the web, the website, man. All the updates with uh, waiver wire pickups, matchups, news, and more. Started waivers, sit and starts. Everything's up. You know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, and then we have. Um, we're back in the studio next week, right? Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, yeah, we're back in the studio. Yeah, we should be back in the studio next week. Yeah, so get to see you guys again, man. Yes, sir. All right, <laughs> All right peace out. Later, guys.